Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Aaron Gordon here, and we are back here with the Aaron Gordon Podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Rebecca. How's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Cannot complain. So we are both Scorpios, and we were just talking about this before <laughs> the podcast comes. So we got a lot of, you know, really fun, cool stories. But, you know, I definitely want to start off just, you know, with your basketball career. It's funny because, you know, I was looking back, and I was looking back at, you know, one of my old uh, Instagram pages, and you were one of the first people I interviewed uh, when I was in college and I was uh, doing some communication. So I'm like, man, like, I really want to, you know, connect with her and, you know, see how everything's going with her and, and, and life and stuff. And I saw that, you know, you were uh, playing at UCF and you guys uh, won the American Championship. I'm like, wow, that's cool. I interviewed her, you know, like four or five years ago. So I'm like, wow, time flies. But, you know, how did you get started into basketball just in general? Yeah, so um, both my parents actually played. Um, so I grew up with a basketball in my hands all the time. Mm -hmm. um, my mom's always been my role model um she's a very special person in my life and um you know she, she played, played in college at, in in massachusetts right yeah at umass Dartmouth. yeah so she was a five she was a strictly a post player um <laughs> rebounder um so i grew up playing um you know the basketball in my hands and then um grew up in ipswich massachusetts and then i moved to new hampshire um in high school and then played at new hampton school um so that was my high school career um it was a boarding school prep school so um I lived on campus which was really cool um I met my best friend who was my roommate she also played on the basketball team um and it was just a great experience I love my high my high school experience um it was it was great uh education wise um it was really really good education they had full IB classes um and then obviously you know basketball too being in NEPSAC which was uh or one of the best basketball um, leagues in the country for high school. So it was a really great experience. It definitely formed me um, into who I am today. Um, I got Gatorade Player of the Year in high school too, junior year. Yeah. So that was probably that. one of my biggest, yeah, it was a great accomplishment. Um, that's something that I'll never forget. Uh, definitely was just probably the biggest highlight of my career um, for sure. So what was it like growing up in New Hampshire? Like not a lot of people, you know, know that experience, um, especially yeah. if you went to uh, two Florida colleges. We'll get into that later. But like, what was it like growing up there, especially like just like the whole background um, growing up in the, you know, Northeast? Like it's 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 a different environment. Like I went up to Maine. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a different environment. It's really cool, but it's, it's very different. It is very different. Um, you know, I I'm a country girl at heart, so mm -hmm. uh, I love the country. I've always been a country girl. Um, I go into cities and I'm so overwhelmed and it's just like <laughs> too much. Um, so I definitely love the country. New Hampshire is beautiful. Um, you know, I grew up in Mass, but New Hampshire is by far, um, you know, my favorite state. You know, I am biased. You know, I live, my family lives there, but it's just very peaceful. Um, it's our motto is live free or die. So yeah. <laughs> it's very peaceful. Um, the people up there are amazing. Um, the food, if you like seafood, yes. the best seafood yes. you've ever had. Maine lobster. I know that. You've, the best people think like the best seafood is like you know somewhere in the Pacific or you know in the no no when you go northeast to I'm telling you there is no better seafood than than, than that they do not play up north yeah. especially not lobster yeah lobster like, was the best thing I had I had that when, we, when we went to Maine oh yeah no it's the best so um I definitely miss it at times um you know but I I loved it I mean I can't I can't you know. It's just the best. It really is. It's amazing. I, I definitely can understand that. What was your experience like um, playing in the EYBL? Because the EYBL is something that, like, 
for us, we were able to kind of see and feel it out because it was getting started by the time we were around, you know, mm-hmm. the seventh, you know, seventh or eighth grade. And then by the time we were seniors, uh, juniors and seniors, like we, like the EYBL was everything. I personally yeah. played the EYBL. I played the Adidas circuit. People get at me about that. But <laughs> what was your experience like in EYBL? I mean, that's, you know, probably the best basketball um, that's, you know, being played in high school. Right. I actually played in the Adidas circuit as well, um, yeah. but then I switched to EYBL. Um, I was playing in a te- or for the New York Gauchos in New yeah, York. Gauchos. So, um, our practices would be on the weekends, which was great. I would drive down um, with my mom like every other weekend. Um, I switched to EYBL my sophomore year of high school um, and played sophomore year and junior year. So I only did two years, um, but it was great. We got so much gear, so much yeah, Nike gear, which was bad. sick. <laughs> Our sneakers, we, I, I'll, I actually still have these pair of um, Kobe's that they gave us, but the sick oh, pair of oh. EYBL, girls EYBL Kobe's, um, it was great. I definitely think that I wouldn't have got as much exposure as I did if I didn't play in the EYBL mm-hmm. circuit. Um, I think by my, uh, I actually committed to Miami my sophomore year, but my sophomore year before I committed, I think I had about like 36 offers, something like that. So. Yeah. Um, a majority of them came from EYBL circuit. Um, I was blessed and grateful enough to have great coaches going up, um, high school, EYBL, um, AAU and one of my family friends, um, Marcus, who's, who trained me growing up. Um, but yeah, EYBL definitely, it was a different type of exposure for sure. Um, and traveling as well was really cool. So, so what was your first offer? Because you, you committed your sophomore year. What was your first offer? Oh my gosh. I think it was, I think it was BC, BC or Providence. And you, how old were you? Uh, I was eighth grade going into ninth grade. See, I that's was. crazy because like for someone like me, my recruiting process was five, like over five years. And like, really? it's, like when I talk to some people, some people's like full recruiting processes were like a year, maybe two at most three. And it's like, wow. Like, I always wonder like how things would turn out if I would just committed really early. Um, but you know, like what was that process like knowing that you were going to go to Miami all throughout high school, right? Um, much from your sophomore year, what was that entire process like? And what was your recruitment process like as a right. whole? Yeah. So I actually got a lot of backlash when I committed to Miami. Um, yeah. you know, I'll, we'll get into my high school. I mean, my college um, experience after, but mm-hmm. in high school, I grew up, I was a top 50 ESPN recruit. Um, yeah. you know, I, I was very, I kind of had the spotlight on me, especially being from up North too. Cause you don't see a lot of stars. Um, obviously in New Hampshire and, you know, mass a lot in, in New York and out West and down yeah. South, but you don't really see, you see a lot of men, but not females. Um, so you know, I, I was getting all of these offers, eighth grade, freshman year, um, and then, you know, the beginning of my sophomore year. And I was just so overwhelmed. Like my anxiety was skyrocketing. I had to call all these coaches, you know, I was playing and like, I wasn't having fun anymore. So I just was feeling pressured all the time. Like yeah. if I didn't play good, um, they would take my offer away or, you know, if I didn't play good, I wouldn't get an offer from this college. So I actually started the recruiting process really early and my parents, very grateful for them. Um, they actually, <laughs> they took a bunch of time off of work and actually drove me. Um, this was before I took any officials. I only took one official, um, but I took a bunch of unofficials. Um, we did a trip down South. We went to university of Kentucky, Clemson, um, Dayton, I think, and a few others. And we just road tripped and did like kind of, I was very, 
um, not educated as far as the recruitment process goes um, during that time. So I wanted to kind of get a feel for everything. Yeah. Um, so that's why we did that. And it definitely opened my eyes a lot um, as far as like what I wanted um, and kind of where I wanted to be and settle. So it was great. It was definitely really overwhelming and I definitely committed too early. I think that's one of my biggest regrets, um, mm -hmm. you know, looking back at that time and it was kind of like, I just want to get it over with and commit so I can just focus on getting better um, and not worry about talking to these coaches all the time and build a relationship um, with, you know, the coaches at Miami and the staff there. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a big regret looking back at it now. Um, but yeah, I wasn't able to talk to like other coaches. I didn't go on any other official visits. Miami was my only one. I ended up committing on the spot when I was down there. Um, I fell in love with Miami. Um, you know, being from New Hampshire, we don't have, we, we're not exposed to that kind of um, culture. Yeah. So it was really interesting, um, you know, going down there on my official and I built relationships with a lot of the girls on the team as well. So um, I ended up committing there, um, got a ton of backlash from it. It was, it was horrible. Wow. Like some of the coaches that were recruiting me were, cause I, I was under the impression that I was going to wait and take all five and then commit from there. But I was just like, I need, I need to get this over with. Like, yeah, I was just so stressed out and it was taking away from, you know, my education and also like getting better too. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've always felt that like, it's the, the the hardest decisions in the world are normally not a yes or no decision. They are a win and where like, yeah, do you want to wait or do you want to just do it? You know, you know, early like you. I think a lot of times people don't look at those certain things with they don't look at decisions based upon time. And that's really the the number, right. like the timing, because like I tell people all the time, like if you wait or if you commit too early or, you know, whatever the case may be, there's pros and cons to both. Like if you commit too early the coach may leave, you know, there's a lot, a lot of different things. If you wait too late, you know, you could, you know, lose your scholarship, whatever the case may be. Like there's, there's a lot of pros and cons, mm -hmm. but let's talk about how you found out uh, that you were the Gatorade player of your junior year. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't think that I was going to get it. Um, there was a lot of growing up, um, you know, in NEPSAC, there was a lot of girls actually my age that were really good. Um, mm -hmm. I was up against three of them. I mean, if you know, Leah Boston, she played yeah. at Worcester. She's at South Carolina. We're now cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just watching that game. Dave. Yeah, she's bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up playing against her um, and a couple other girls. And I just, I didn't really care so much about, you know, the awards. Um, this was right after I committed. So it was really just preparing, preparing and, you know, watching film at Miami um, or on Miami's games and stuff like that. And I got a call. Um, from my coach and was like, you won Gatorade player of the year. Like, and <laughs> like as a junior too. So I was like, I was like shook. Cause it's, you know, every, yeah. you know, all great. So I was like, as a junior, I did not think that I, I didn't even think that they could give the award to like someone that's not a senior. So um, I was just like, Oh my God. Like I was very, um, I was excited, but I was like kind of confused too. I was like, Oh my God, like that's insane. Um, and they gave a bunch of Gatorade and like protein bars and stuff to my school. And then, um, two trophies, actually I have one over there, <laughs> um, but I have my banner hung up in, um, my high school gym, which is really, really cool. That's like, yeah. that's, so, it's still to this day, like, oh my God, like that's insane. Yeah. Um, 
but I have my jersey or um yeah my banner up and then my trophy at my high school as well and then with that also you get your jersey hung up in the basketball hall of fame which is really cool too so that's in Tennessee so any like Gatorade player of the year um they'll put like your jersey up for for that year so I have my high school jersey also put up in that in the hall okay. of fame that's Tennessee. so cool <laughs> but you probably, you probably go back and you you see that and you're like wow like I was it's so surreal still to this day like I went back two years ago um right after COVID I went for a men's game they were playing Brewster Academy which yeah oh, pretty much you know, everyone should know about Brewster everyone should know what Brewster Academy is um <laughs> they were off they were one of our rival schools and um I went back with a couple of my friends and I like completely forgot that my my banner was there <laughs> and I walked in and I was like oh my god like it's still here <laughs> it was really cool though definitely a probably again like the highlight of my career for sure because it's always going to be there and it's yeah. in my on my stomping grounds you know so it's really neat to be able to um you know see that whenever I get yeah for sure what was your experience like at UMiami oh god okay um <laughs> So my freshman year, um, I was, I prepared a lot going in. Like I was, I felt very prepared. Um, yeah. I remember we had our preseason game against USF actually. Um, and I killed that game. And then I came down off of a rebound and practice the day before our first official game and completely tore my hip out. So I had, um, micro fracture, cartilage replacement, um, and a torn labrum. So I had like a complete construct, like they had to reconstruct my left hip joint. So um, I had three pieces of cartilage that actually broke off of like my, my joint and were floating around inside my joint. And it was like the most painful, like I literally thought I did not have a leg when I came down from the rebound. Like it, it felt like just like electricity, like going down, like I could not feel my leg. So it was a really scary experience and I've never been injured before. Like, mm -hmm. In growing up high school like I had like you know a couple you know bruised ankles and stuff you know coming down but I've never had like a serious injury um so it was definitely it was the scariest moment I think of my life then and you know looking back on it I really didn't do much I just came like it was a regular came down off a rebound um we were doing a rebounding drill and I just like fell and I literally could not like walk it was very scary yeah. um so, you know, we got x-rays and stuff. I actually had to see a hip specialist because at UM they have um, like everybody but a hip specialist. So I went and saw a hip specialist and they said that I had to get, um, it was a seven hour surgery. Um, they had to fix my labrum. They had to take out the pieces that broke off and um, uh, repair them with biocartilage, um, which is like artificial cartilage and then glue that together. Um, and then I also had a micro fracture too. So it was just a lot going on. Um, yeah. They, and again, this was before my first official basketball game. So it was like the timing could not have been worse. Um, you know, I was really looking forward to playing. Um, it was just, it was horrible. They said that I would be out for about a year. Um, I couldn't walk for two months. So I was actually in like a motorized wheelchair and I was in like a hit, uh, cast from like here to my knee. Um, so it was really hard and, and rehab, I had, I was in rehab for like almost two hours a day. Um, so that was just like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. 
And I came back from that, um, physically came back kind of. Um, and then, you know, my sophomore year, I just mentally was not there. Like I basketball is like the only thing that I ever known, you know, growing up. So I never really had anything else to kind of lean on as far as like, um, you know, when I'm going through something, it was always my stress reliever and I'd always play to get away from everything. So, you know, when that happened, I was like, I literally don't have anything. Like I can't play. Like I couldn't walk. I was in, um, a cast, like a zero degree. I couldn't move. Um, like I was actually in too, I had to, um, do like a movement machine as well. So it was just, I was not able to do anything really. Um, and you know, sophomore year comes around and I was like, okay, finally, like I can start playing again. Um, but I just never came back the same physically or mentally from that still to this day. Um, and, you know, I'll explain that too with UCF, but, um, you know, I made the decision at the end of my sophomore year because I wasn't playing much and I got a therapist because I was really struggling with the mental side of things. Yeah. Um, and I was diagnosed with anxiety, um, anxiety disorder, but I, that really affected me as well. And I think that that, you know, was stemmed from the injury. Um, cause I just never came back and, you know, I would go into practice and I just, I was there, but I wasn't really there, you know, yeah. like my feet were there, but, um, mentally I was never there like ever again. Um, so yeah, I ended up, you know, leaving Miami and making the decision. I, I didn't think that I was going to be able to play in the ACC anymore after that. Yeah. Cause you know, for, you know, a ACC is a really, I mean, for women's basketball too, it's one of the best, it's probably the best conference. Yeah. Um, for women's basketball. So I knew I wasn't going to play. And then, then I was like, Oh, I have to go through the recruiting process again. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, ended up, you know, setting up a couple of officials and I told myself, Oh, I was like, okay, we're going to do this right this time. And I'm going to actually take my officials this time around, um, and really like do things the correct way and ended up committing to UCF, um, in Orlando. And, um I, I had to sit out my so this would be my junior year at this point I had to sit out so I redshirted um because this was before they came out with like the new rules for transferring yeah. um and don't, I had a great experience at Miami like I met a lot of people um, yeah what, what were some of your fun experiences at Miami yeah so I I just met a lot of people like I met LeBron and Dwayne Wade yeah. and they would always come in the gym and work out which was really cool so I would be in there shooting and like they'd have all these people come in and I think the best, um, as far as like basketball goes, I think the best experience I had was actually Ray Allen was in there and he was working out and he showed me a bunch of shooting drills, like offered to show me. Cause, um, we were doing a workout on the other side mm -hmm. and, um, I'm a shooting guard. So, you know, I take pride in shooting and, yeah. you know, I'm from the North. So when he was on the Celtics, I was like, Oh my God, like this is Ray Allen. Yeah. And he <laughs> yeah. It was so cool. It was like the coolest thing ever. And, because I grew up watching him like when I was a kid and yeah. someone I looked up to and he literally took the time to show me a bunch of of his bunch of his shooting drills that he does. So that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, Miami was great as far as, you know, I, as far as like the basketball, I didn't have the best basketball experience there, but I did meet a lot of great people. Um, Miami again, it's in Miami. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was definitely, it, it, the basketball situation there was just it wasn't the best what was your experience like at UCF in, in general yeah non UCF was non-basketball yeah, we'll, we'll get to basketball but you guys did yeah. some things but I loved the school. yeah loved it 
I met so many people. Like, there's 60, it's actually UCF. A lot of people don't know this, but it's one of the biggest schools in the country. Yeah, it's like yeah. 65,000, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot different than Miami because um, Miami's in Coral Gables. Their their football stadium was, they played at um, the Dolphin Stadium, Miami Gardens. Yeah. So UCF was definitely more of a college feel. Everything was on campus. Mm-hmm. We had our stadium on campus. Um, like all of our facilities were on campus. They had restaurants and bars and stuff on campus, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely more of a college experience um, at UCF for sure, 100%. And I really liked Orlando as well. It was Miami was kind of, um, it was really fast for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I experienced a major culture shock being down there. Um, but yeah, Orlando was like a step down. Um, it's not as populated. And I definitely think that there's more things to do in Orlando. A lot of people would disagree with me, but. No, I actually would. And and here's the reason why. I think when people look at certain cities, they don't know all the all the things that are in certain. Because I, I tell people about that in Indianapolis. Like Indianapolis, yes, it didn't have the beach. It didn't have all the crazy nightclubs. But in terms of just stuff to do on a daily basis, Indianapolis has a ton of stuff to do. So mm-hmm. do the cities like Louisville. Like people don't really know that. So. I would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, there's a lot of things to do. I mean, Miami, you it's like the same thing over and over yeah. again. So get sick of it. But Orlando, like you have Universal, you have Disney, you have the beach, you have, you know, the college, you have um, a ton of different restaurants. And there's just a lot to do. Um, there's a lot you can go on the tourist side or you can go on like the north side, um, which is where UCF is. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot more to do i think there <laughs> so what was your experience like uh hooping there i mean obviously you guys had a ton of success but what was your you know individual experience like um so i i so i registered in my junior year um and then the next year was covid and mm-hmm. i went through a really really rough breakup during that time so it kind of oh my gosh it was like every time that i was like going to play basketball it's like <laughs> something else happened like yeah. something else happened and um, you know, got COVID. I was going through a really, really bad breakup at the time of like a three-year relationship, um, very toxic relationship. So it was just a lot going on. Um, and obviously I was still recovering from my injury. Like I even still to this day, like I do recovery. Yeah. Um, because my hip, my hips are to fit, like my left hip joint is essentially glued together. So um, you know, I was doing a lot of rehab. Um, and I just you know, I never played. I never played. I never came back. And it's, and it truly sucks because I worked so hard growing up and I wanted to play pro. Um, but ever since the injury that I had my freshman year, when I was 18, I just never came back physically or mentally. And I think the mental side of it was really a struggle. Um, I met with a lot of people. I talked to a lot of people. Um, you know, I started mindfulness and meditation Um, So I did the work that I needed to do to try to, you know, one up myself to be able to um, step up and, you know, get back to where I was, but it just never, it just never occurred. Like I just, you know, and that's when I had to kind of shift my focus. I mean, we, we won the um, championship, which was really cool. I mean, I have, we got a ring from it. um, That was crazy. That was crazy. Cause we, we played um, USF south florida in the championship the year prior and they beat us by like 20 
So completely kicked our butt. And um, they're our rival school too. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of crazy, like ironic that, you know, we played them. And then the year after, which was last year, um, we ended up playing them again in the championship. And we were losing, uh, or we were losing at one point, but um, we ended up just, I think I think we were just angry from the year prior. So <laughs> we were not letting them beat us again, especially not by 20. So um, I think we ended up winning by like, I think it was like five or six or something like that. But it was crazy. Um, they had all the confetti come down and um, we had our ring ceremony or our um, trophy ceremony. Um, so it was really cool. Um, definitely a great group of uh, women for sure. Um, UCF, great team. Um I I actually grew up with one of the girls on the team as well. We grew up playing AU together. So mm-hmm. that was cool being able to, you know, have her be on the team with me and stuff during that. So on March 22nd, 2022, you decided to retire. What was that, you know, process like? What, were you, what was going through your head? And, um, you know, looking back at it, almost a year now, getting close, you know, what, mm-hmm. what do you think came about it? And, you know, are you happy? Yeah, so... I actually have two years of eligibility left. Um, A lot of people don't know that, but (laughs) I don't tell people because they get mad at me. They're like, you should go back. (laughs) Like, I'm not going back, trust me. Um, (laughs) But I think the NIL came out, when NIL came out, that really sparked my interest in marketing and and entrepreneurship and business. And um, that's when, you know, it was towards coming up. It was June, July. And my senior year, I did not... And I can say this now because I'm retired, but I did not spend like one minute in the gym, like except for practice. Like I did not, I did not truly care about basketball because I knew that I was not going to play pro. And I knew that wasn't my aspirations and my goals anymore was to, you know, play professionally anymore. Um, So I kind of shifted my focus on NIL and marketing and, you know, I, I, we were the first NIL team full spon- sponsorship with College Hunks, which is really, really cool. Um, and I had over 200 endorsements um, my senior year. So that was really, really cool. Um, and that's what sparked my interest with marketing. Um, you know, I've got to meet a lot of business owners. Um, my network just expanded like crazy. Um, and I just really wanted to focus, you know, even though I was playing, I wanted to take advantage of you know, I was on full scholarship, like, mm-hmm. but I, again, I knew I didn't want to play. So I would just show up to practice and be a good teammate. And that's all I could do um, at that point. And I just really wanted to focus on NIL. Um, so a lot of people would think, oh, you don't play. Like, how do you have so many deals, whatever? I just network. Like, yeah, I'm a communications major. I know how to talk to people. Um, and I'm, I'm just big on networking. Um, so being able to do that definitely sparked my um you know initiative as far as like retirement goes um we ended up losing uh the second round of march madness last year and you know i was debating on going back my coaching staff was leaving there at georgia now yeah um and there wasn't as many girls on the team so a lot of people ended up leaving um you know and it did spark my mind okay like maybe i can stay i didn't have the best relationship with my coach there um mm-hmm. at ucf so i was like okay new coaching staff um new players, you know, just a whole, maybe, maybe I'll give it like one last try, but I don't think mentally I could push myself anymore mm-hmm. um, to play, to continue to play just after everything that I've been through. So um, I was like, all right, I just got my master's um, in, 
ideas with a concentration on entrepreneurship and marketing. So mm-hmm. I had that kind of on my belt and I was like, all right, I have my master's. That's like the main reason, like why I wanted to continue playing. Um, but I was like, I'm, I've actually did two years in one cause I didn't want to play the following year. So I did a two year master in one year. Yeah. Um, which was a lot, but it was worth that it. That was a lot of work because <laughs> yeah. I, I did, I did about like a year and a half of work within a year and that felt like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I could do two in one that, that would be way too crazy. It was a lot, but it was worth it. Um, my parents came to the game, uh, that we, cause it was in Connecticut. It was at UConn, um, yeah. second round. So we played Florida and then lost to UConn. Um, and I actually had a full-time job at the time. A lot of people don't know this as well. You had but a full-time job? Yeah, I had a, surely did. I had a full-time job playing from, I got my job in January. So I was working full-time from January until. What um, did you do? I was a marketing coordinator for a contracting company. Oh, wow. So I would take take my iPad, you know, I got a business iPad and I would just take it on trips and, you know, I'd wake up early before games, um, do you know, all my marketing stuff that I needed to for the company. Um, and I was head of marketing there as well. So it was, it was kind of crazy. I, but I've always been the type of person, like I like to do a lot, like I'm never satisfied with anything. So, um, you know, I had that and, you know, when I retired, I was like, okay, I have a job. Like, yeah, you know, as, as student athletes, we think that there's nothing like outside besides the sport, but like the world is huge and there's so many opportunities out there. And like, I'm actually, this is like another, another thing too, but you know, it's just a lot of people think that, you know, being a student athlete, there's just nothing else left after you graduate. And that's not the case. Like in my opinion, it's, there's way more out there. Like the best, you could get injured, like anything can happen. There's, there's a world outside of it, um, full of opportunity and full of network. So, um, I ended up retiring. Um, finally I was like, okay, it's, it's like the relief was insane. Um, I just, I wasn't wearing tearing on my body and like my yeah. mental as well. So, um, you know, retired and then continued doing my full-time job in Orlando. Um, and then I was working for a few months after and I just really missed home. Like I still was kind of like not fully happy, you know, being there. And like, I was in Florida, my whole college career for five years. And I was like, I want to go home. I miss my family. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing about me is I'm really, really close with my family. Um, especially like my mom, my mom's my best friend. Like I tell her everything. She's my bestie. So I miss being home. And I was like, I need to go home. Like I'm going to spend this summer. I'm going to, the company I was working for, I was working remote, fully remote. Um, I told them I was like, I'm in, they were in Orlando, but I was like 50, 50 when I was down mm-hmm. there. And I told them, I was like, I really want to go home. And they actually let me work fully remote from home. So I spent this summer, um, you know, I cut back as far as working goes and really just like wanted to be in tune with my family. Um, We went on some camping trips and, you know, it was really good to reunite um, with them. So my whole family lives up north um, for the most part. So it was really much needed um, this summer to be able to, you know, reunite with them and just spend time with them. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. What made you choose to live in Charleston? So <laughs> I actually got offered a marketing job down here. Okay. Um, yeah. And I had no intentions on moving. Because I was I, wondering where that correlation was. Yeah. And, like, and everyone asked me, everyone asked me that. Cause I really, I just like pick up and move. I don't like, <laughs> like, I literally like 
I'll be in New Hampshire and like I literally just packed up and moved on um Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> like just packed up my stuff and dipped. Oh wow. It was yeah, but um I got offered I was like applying to other marketing jobs. Um, I was working for the company I was with for about a year. Um, and I was like, I can't work fully remote anymore. <laughs> like I just, it's, I'm very picky as far as like, like I'm very organized and I just don't like not being able to go into an office and, you know, talking to people, but also just like, you know, so um, my dad was also working fully remote and I don't think that helped either. <laughs> yeah. We were just so distracted. Like, you know, it was very unproductive. <laughs> yeah, my fiance, she works remote and it's like the best, funnest thing ever. But like, it, you definitely go through a different mindset when you, and she says this all the time, when you have to like get up and like go to work, it's like your yeah. mind frame versus like you can literally like get out of bed five minutes before work and just kind of just get to work and it doesn't really affect you versus like if you have to get up and, do everything that you have to do to get to work, then you, you know, take a, a different mindset, mind frame. And it's funny because like, I know a lot of like people who would rather go to work versus work at home now, since they've had that opportunity. What, 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 how do you feel about that? Or, or are you, I agree. What do you think you would rather? I think that, I think the really the biggest thing for me was not being able to talk to people. Yeah. Like I felt so isolated and like, my dad, so like I had my office, which was next to my room, and my dad's office was um upstairs. And you know, like I just did not talk to anybody. Like I would have my music on all day, and like I was just I could not. Like my mom would get home, and like I would just be like straight blabbermouth. Like she'd be like, "Can you shut up?" Like, <laughs> like I literally did not talk to anyone today. Like, can I please have a moment to just yeah. talk? You know, um. But yeah, I also just wasn't like the focus wasn't there either. Yeah. Um, I think I could do like maybe 50 50, but fully remote, I just, I, mm, yeah, it worked during COVID, but I'm not sure if we want to keep, keep, you know, going that route. But yeah. one thing, and this is the last question, and we have like a fun little game that I always do at the end. Okay. <laughs> what is one thing you would tell someone in your shoes? Um, okay. Like, let's um, say it's an 18-year-old that is going to Miami University to play basketball mm -hmm. or going to UCF to play basketball, whichever it is. Um, don't – let me make sure I'm saying this right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't let your performance um, – like, don't let your performance um, – like, and this can be, like, apply to anybody but don't let your performance um base you off of like your self-worth like don't yet don't let your self-worth be based off of your performance so if you have a bad game or if you um you know get an f on a, an assignment or if you get fired from your job like don't let that affect your self-worth because you're you are important you are valued and people love you and don't let something like a something like that an obstacle like that um frame your self-worth of who you are as a person and i let that and i can say that because i have let you know obstacles like me not playing mm -hmm. like and i would consider that as my performance but like me not playing i would always look back and be like what's wrong with me like something's yeah. wrong with me um you know coach coaches especially too um you know but don't let anyone um, or anything 
um, kind of dictate your self-worth, I think would be my advice. <laughs> Got you. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah. So fire questions. Oh gosh. Okay. 20. My <laughs> personal thing, obviously there's no wrong answer for you, but I want to get at least 15 out of 20 work right. And I normally am a little off. So let's see if we can get 15 or 20 right for you. Okay. So all these are your opinion. Winter or summer? Summer. Family Guy or Simpsons? Family Guy. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. <laughs> East Coast or West Coast? East Coast, all the way, every day. <laughs> That's the one right. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Movies or TV shows? Movies. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Uh, spring <laughs> or fall? Fall. Love fall. Oh, I got that one wrong, too. <laughs> Reading or really? writing? What, what, sorry, what was it? Reading or writing? Writing. Big city or countryside? Countryside. <laughs> uh, beach or pool? Beach. Sunrise or sunset? Oh, sunset. Dang, I got that one wrong. I, I usually go for the sunrise. I like the sunrise. Okay, I, you can switch. I like the sunrise better. <laughs> You're trying to help me out. But it takes me a lot to get up in the morning to watch it. But I do like yeah. the sunrise better. But it does take me a lot. Like, I don't yeah. watch it as much as I do the sunset. So, Especially with you being on the East Coast, I know that that sunrise is going to be hard. That sunrise is crazy. <laughs> Especially here. For sure. Yeah. Now, on the, now, if you lived in LA, that'd be a little different because it normally rises a little bit later at around like seven, so more people would see it. But I went to the sunrise here like three weeks ago, and it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Batman or Superman? Superman. A uh, Superwoman or Catwoman? Superwoman. Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> oh, I'm getting close. You I'm better, close. you better got that one right. Yeah, yeah, I got that one right. Okay. <laughs> These last two are going to be so huge. Okay. Facebook or Twitter? Okay, can I say neither because I don't do either. Like yeah, I really because we're we're gonna go into the next one. Probably yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Okay, Facebook. I got that one wrong. This one is huge. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Ooh. This is the first time I actually, because I actually got 15 out of 20. So this is the first time I actually got it to 75%. Would you, what would you get on this? Person? I got, I got 15 out of 20 right. Oh, okay. That was my goal. What ones did you get wrong? I got, well, sun, well, the sunset sunrise. I, I kind of yeah. gave myself that one because you said both. Um, I messed up pizza and burger. I messed up. Family Guy or Simpsons, and I messed okay. up um, beach or pool. And... You messed up beach or pool? Yeah. You thought and... like the pool better? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> and then, I, I, I know. And then I messed up uh, spring or fall. Okay. No, no, no. I got yeah, the one. I messed up PS5 or, 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 or Xbox. Okay. Yeah. I messed New up. New has the best fall, though, I must say. Yeah. I would we have the best fall up there. <laughs> well anyways thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it um hopefully you can come on my sports channel if you ever want to talk some basketball yeah let's do That'd it be dope but either way okay. thank you um tell everyone where to follow you at 
Um, Instagram is Becca Ripley. Um, Twitter is Becca underscore Ripley. Don't really use it. TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's Becca underscore Ripley 11. And I like just got my first Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I think. What? Yeah. I like never use Facebook. So at least, you know, the, the Facebook Twitter, <laughs> one, it was, you know, it was, you don't really use That's it. what I said. I really don't. I use Twitter for like news purposes and then yeah. Facebook for like my company. You have to have like, if you have a company page, you have to have a personal page yeah. behind it. So that's like the only reason. <laughs> so you have those two just by default. You're not really going on. Yeah, yeah, no, completely by default. Not like, yeah. Okay, well, either way, thank you for coming on. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Thank you.